Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, I did want to mention to our listening audience that Radio Rotary is now an official 501c3. We've been on the air for over 10 years and how many shows is that, Jonah? That's about 607 shows. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Even, I, even I'm impressed. I'm you know impressed what's even more we impressive? haven't killed each other. That's right. You know what's even more impressive? <laughs> what? Our guest today. Yes. Tell us about our guest. Our guest is Nicole Yukum. She's the foundation manager at Animal Farm Foundation. That's the official title. And we're going to be chatting about how they're continuing to meet the needs of their foundation and their public by virtual pet visits. Because it's not limited to human beings, the Zoom thing. Right on. Just saying. Right. So welcome, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk about our programs today, especially our virtual program. Um, we started this back in April out of... Um, you know, trying to pivot like most of us have to do uh, during this pandemic. A lot of our programs changed around. We couldn't do any traveling anymore. So it was harder for us to find um, some dogs for other programs, which I can talk to you guys about in a little bit. But uh, so we decided to use this Zoom thing to um, visit with people that currently couldn't have visitors, like people in um, assisted living facilities and group homes, um, but not just with ourselves, but with our pets too, um, because therapy dogs were no longer allowed into these facilities anymore either. So you, know, you, you talk, Nicole, about um, therapy dogs. Our club used to sponsor two therapy dogs, and they would take the dogs into the hospitals, to the children's ward, you know, to calm the kids down who maybe were having their tonsils out or something like that, and also into the um, uh, senior citizen uh, nursing home aspect of the hospital, where, you know, stroke victims at all would remember the pets they had in their youth and would pet the pets and make them feel so much better. So... How, how does that translate into a Zoom screen? I mean, you can't pet the dog. You can, you know, you can sort of talk to it. Yeah, you know? so <laughs> a lot of uh, the people Sorry. in these living facilities are really socially isolated. So we want to be able to make them feel less socially isolated. Um, so part of it is being able to see the dog. I know it's not the same as being able to pet the dog. We can all agree on that. But we try to work in different ways. Um, one thing is to just talk with with the residents like hey how you doing today what'd you have for breakfast they like to tell us about the pets that they've had in their lives just to being able to talk to a different human being um, mm -hmm. and make that connection has been great but then we have these awesome uh, pets not just dogs we do have a lot of dogs that do fun tricks and things like that or horses and uh, birds and stuff that they wouldn't now, even hopefully see you know what you need Nicole you what Mr. Ed the talking horse oh yeah oh <laughs> I'm Mr. Ed. Remember Mr. Ed? Oh, you're too young to remember Mr. Ed. I remember. I remember. <laughs> that young. She's, she's too young. But, <laughs> Jonah, you were not. <laughs> You could double, you could, you could be the voiceover for Mr. Ed. How well, thank about you. that? Our guest on Radio Rotary today, Nicole Yukum of the Animal Farm Foundation. We're talking about virtual pet visits and also the other great work that they do on the, in the Animal Farm Foundation. So how does someone arrange to have a virtual pet visit? So uh, the 
facilities coordinators, usually um, they all have uh, activities coordinators at the facilities. They book visits on our website. We run visits from 10 o'clock in the morning till five and some days till up till seven o'clock at night, uh, Monday through Friday. So they just pick a time that works for them. They get a link that they, a Zoom link that all they have to do is click on it and they appear uh, just like we did today on our Zoom link. It's very easy to sign up uh, and very easy to navigate technically. I have a quick question. Like, how do the animals behave with Zoom? I think it's challenging for us humans. Now, a lot of times animals are smarter than we are. I'll just say that right out front. But how do you get them to interact with, the, with that virtual meeting encounter? Yeah, so it'll depend on uh, the type of pet and the personality of the pet. Um, some dogs will just sleep the entire time. They're not very engaging, but the humans mm -hmm. are very engaging. But some oh. are very used to doing tricks, are trained to do tricks. Um, so they're ready to go. They know when it's time to work and they're ready to go. And then pets like horses and things like that, usually uh, treats are involved in those t types of animals <laughs> as well. As, um, my dog, I'm gonna have him sing for you guys uh, in a little bit. He, um, he works great with treats. <laughs> you know, if he sings for more than 30 seconds, he's entitled to equity minimum. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Nicole, um, you said that they go on your website. So give us your website in case people are interested, maybe whether they're facility managers such as nursing homes or hospitals, or they may have someone with a relative in, in a location where they can't get out and would benefit from a virtual pet visit. What is your website? Our website is petstogether.org. That's plural, pets together.org and you could also sign up to be a volunteer there if you have a pet and you want to join us in the visits and folks at home get a pencil and paper we'll have our great guest nicole yukum of the animal farm foundation repeat that in the second portion of our show so besides the virtual pet visits you guys do an awful lot of stuff we've got about a minute yes, and a half left do. tell us some of the things that you do with the animal farm foundation Sure. Animal Farm Foundation, which their website's animalfarmfoundation.org. We've got two separate websites there, but uh, we, uh, on our facility in Amenia, New York, we have uh, some dogs that we train to be service dogs. We find dogs in shelters um, and we train them to be service dogs. Like I said earlier, that's slowed down a little bit because we can't travel, but we do have, I believe, one dog at the facility right now and some people waiting um, for service dogs. Now, when you say service dog, you mean like a seeing eye dog for the blind or a dog that'll tug at someone's uh, arm if they're deaf, things yeah, like so that? Yeah, we don't do um, seeing eye dogs, we, but oh. we do do hearing dogs. Um, so uh, we have a dog named Brooklyn that helps his uh, client um, know when the doorbell's ringing or when the microwave goes off or when the fire alarms go off. He lives with, uh, with him now. So that's one of the dogs we've trained. So mm -hmm. do you, are those dogs, do they get placed permanently with these people or do they come and go with your facility or? We do the initial training and then we uh, give the dogs for, for life to, to their um, owners. And we do aftercare training, of course, afterwards and get the dogs acclimated and, and lifetime training after that. But the dogs are the, the, their dogs from that. Well, we're going to have to find out more about that. But I think we're a little in the next segment, right, Jonah? That's right, because you're about to tell us who keeps us fed and watered by Spotify Radio Rotary this week. 
Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, Patterson Auto Body, and the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll be back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, AARauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AAR Auctions. Tell your friends about us and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America of Dutchess County and the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, the Mark Agency. Are you a veteran or a family member of a veteran? Is life a struggle at times? Do you feel lost or alone? Let our MHA veterans help you. Contact Anthony Kavoris at 473-2500. He and his team will do anything they can to assist you. MHA of Duchess, the leader in helping our heroes and their families. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111 or normanstaffing.com. I may never have met you. We don't go way back. Maybe we wouldn't even be friends if we did. But when you wear a mask, you have my respect. Because your mask doesn't protect you. It protects me. I wear my mask to protect you. Be New York tough. Mask up, America. Together, we build schools out of abandoned buildings. Together, we bring food to hungry children in need. Together, we see solutions instead of problems. We are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, community leaders in your neighborhood and around the globe, brought together to do one thing, make more good happen. Connect with us at rotary.org. Together, we are Rotary, and we are people of action. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater, and welcome back to this segment of Radio Rotary. I am joined by my co-host, Jonah Treeblosser. How much is that doggy in the window? Woof, woof. Very good. Bark, bark. We should take this <laughs> we should take on the road. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we each week we chat with your neighbors about great things in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, I also wanted to say, talk about improving. I'm so proud of Radio Rotary that we are now in a very official 501c3 and we've been on the air for 10 years and we've done how many shows? This is, I think is our 607th show. And just like our guest, Nicole Yukum, 
um, who is the manager at Animal Farm Foundation. They are a 501c3, and we're chatting with them about their virtual pet visits. Yes. So, Nicole, for those who may have joined us late, remind us again, what is the virtual pet visit? How does that work? Yeah, so the virtual pet visits for Pets Together uh, came out of the pandemic. And what we do with that is we set up Zoom calls with volunteers and their pets, with people that are living in uh, assisted living facilities and group homes. And we visit virtually with our pets, um, with these people that can't currently see their families or can't currently see their therapy dogs that normally come and visit them. Um, And we try to help combat some of that social isolation that they're feeling. And what kind of reaction have you gotten from the people who are uh, in the nursing homes or in the hospitals? Oh, it's been so rewarding to hear the stories about afterwards. Um, During the calls, they're also having a great time. They love telling us uh, about their pets and seeing all the different pets. But we get calls from the facility manager saying that they're all talking about who they saw over their lunch breaks. And um, as soon as we get one... um, first time visit done we usually see that facility book a whole bunch of visits every week afterwards because their residents had such a great time so it's been very rewarding um and impactful i think for the facilities and this must be very um uh important because of the when you say impact today with the the pandemic and the world the way it is isolation has become even more on the forefront um of well-being or not well-being for many of our friends and neighbors nicole absolutely i think we've all been feeling it a little bit but social isolation can be as impactful to your health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. So really? um, yeah, wow. it may not seem like much, but um, when you put the, the numbers together, it can have a serious impact on your health to be socially isolated. And what's the reaction of the animals? I mean, do they recognize people on the screen or are they just sort of indifferent to it? It really depends on the animals. Uh, mm-hmm. What I've noticed a lot, if, if somebody has a squeaky toy with their animal or, a do- or an animal makes a noise, you'll see the other pets on the screen get a little bit more interested. Um, so it really depends. But sometimes they'll, you'll get a reaction out of, the, out of the dogs with the other dogs on the screen. And if the folks at home want to uh, make arrangements for a virtual pet visit or a facility manager is listening and say, Dee, that sounds like a great idea for my organization, how did they get in touch with you? What's your website? Our website is petstogether.org. That's plural, petstogether.org. And we do all different people facing social isolation. So um, we also are interested in working with um, schools and and kids who are stuck at home and not able to um, see their friends and things like that. So we're open to all sorts of facilities. They want to go on and book and let us know what's going on. Give us that website one more time. It's petstogether.org. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because I'll have our great guest, Nicole Yukum of the Animal Farm Foundation, repeat that in the third portion of the show. So, Jonah, we had mentioned that um, the Animal Farm Foundation is a 501c3. And um, through that website, you can make donations because how else are you funded besides um, 
grants and solicitation from the private sector? Nicole? Yeah. So um, we are a nonprofit and our Pets Together program is run on donations. So um, any, if you love our program and you want to help us out to help us continue doing what you're doing, you can head over to our website and you'll see a donation button right on the front page. Now the Animal Farm Foundation has a lot of great programs and um, tell us about some of the ones besides the uh, virtual pet visits. Sure. So a lot of our programs are focused around fighting discrimination for dogs and people. Um, and one of those programs that we do is um, we work a lot with pit bull dogs because they face a lot of discrimination, as I'm sure most of us have, have seen or heard. Um, so one of our programs is our service dog program where we find dogs in shelters that were labeled pit bull. Um, and we train them to do service dog work for hearing and mobility and psychiatric service dogs. Um, and that's to help uh, combat that uh, stereotype that those dogs get sometimes. Well, uh, let's, let's expand upon this a little bit, uh, what the stereotype is, because uh, I've told you, Nicole, last time you were on the show, that uh, my grand dog, my uh, daughter's dog, uh, uh, Althea the Wonder Dog, is uh, a mixed breed and is labeled a pit bull by those who see her. And if you broke into the house, she'd lick you to death before she bit you. I mean, the <laughs> sweetest dog on the face of the planet. What are some of the uh, misapprehensions people have about what are normally referred to as pit bulls? Uh, so a lot of times you'll hear that they're different than other dogs, which they're not. Um, they, they get really sensationalized by the media. So that's where a lot of people get their ideas about why these dogs might be different. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of myths that are, are um, said about pit bulls, like their jaws are, are, are stronger and things like that. Those are all myths um, that are not true. Um, and all of these things that we hear cause policies against these dogs. So some places across the country, you can't live in a city and own a dog that they would consider a pit bull. So it really, it's really impactful on families and dog owners that may have to give up their pets because of where they live. This goes beyond uh, a rental agreement where in the lease they say, hey, no dogs, no animals, no pets, except goldfish. This is a breed-specific issue, and you consider that discrimination, right? Absolutely. So there's breed-specific legislation is what it's called across the country. Um, and while housing is a, a very big issue and insurance is a very big issue, but also um, in municipalities, there are laws where you can't own a dog if they think it looks like a pit bull. Um, and would it be fair to say that it's not the breed, it's the dog? I mean, if any, any dog could be dangerous and any dog could be a sweetheart. Absolutely. We say, um, you know, all dogs are individuals and it's more important to look at that dog, who that single dog is and their personality um, than what a dog looks like on the outside. Because you can't look at a dog on the outside and know what it is on the inside. But I'm not so sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nicole, but pit bull is not really a defined breed, is it? Absolutely. Is it a, is it a breed or it, what, tell me. So pit bull tends to be this, it's not an actual breed. It's a, a, a whole bunch of breeds that get lumped in, into this category. Okay. Um, but even more than that, it's like different looks that people decide. It's such a subjective term. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Just and we're gonna find out, we're gonna find out more about that and also about the great work of the Animal Farm Foundation from our terrific guest, Nicole Yukum, right after these messages. So stay tuned. Thank you. 
Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. This tree was never chopped down because this crutch never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio. Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio. Now we're on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater, and we are beginning the final segment of this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Tree Blosser. Hi there, hi there, hi there. Via the magic of Zoom. Hello. The magic of Zoom. And today we are chatting with um, Nicole Yoakum from the Animal Farm Foundation which is also like Radio Rotary at 501c3. And we've been chatting about the importance and how they were able to regroup and continue their pet visits via the magic of Zoom. So welcome back, Nicole. Thank you again for having me. So uh, just to give us a brief recap about um, how people can have a virtual pet visit. Yeah, so you can go on to our website, PetsTogether.org, and what we do is we match up volunteers with pets, and they visit uh, long-term care facilities, assisted living facilities, group homes, uh, organizations, and residents that can no longer see their families or have their pet therapy pets come in, um, and we bring them together via Zoom. And give us that website one more time. Sure, it's Pets together.org. And folks, don't get a pencil and paper. We'll have our great guest, Nicole Yukum repeat that before the end of the show. So besides the virtual pet visits, you were talking to us earlier about uh, your work with the kind of dogs that people think of as one breed, which they're not, pit bulls. Uh, give us a little brief recap of that as well. Um, what got you interested in uh, rehabilitating, for want of a better word, the reputation of pit bulls? 
Um, well, our organization started um, back in the 80s when our founder went out and got a dog from a local shelter and realized all of the stigma that came with having a dog that looked like a pit bull. Um, so she really dug her heels in and we've been working ever since to try to end the discrimination that dogs are faced because of the way that they look. Tell folks at home, uh, reassure them that um, just because the dog yeah, may look like a pit bull, yeah, it's not necessarily right. It's not necessarily automatically dangerous or vicious. The vi- what they look like, you know, you describe what a pit bull looks like, for example, to start. Sure. So a pit bull looks like um, something different to everyone, I think. Um, A variety of characteristics. It really depends on who you are. Um, It really gets grouped into sort of this bully category of a bunch of different breeds. So it's very subjective. Um, And it really depends on the person, which is one of the bigger problems with discrimination is you don't even know if your dog's going to get discriminated against or not. Um, Or whether you're going to get discriminated against because of the way that your dog looks because it's, it's such a subjective term. I will say this about that. The most vicious dog I've ever met in my life was my mother-in-law's poodle, who actually bit my sister-in-law. I mean, this was a nasty was piece. Was a little one? Yeah, it was the size um, of a mop head. Very nasty, nasty dog. Woo. So, well, that, that, I saw, that are- miniature poodle was that particular personality. Was right, and I've known, I know... I know a great Dane that's the size of a Buick that'll just lick you yeah. to death. I mean, yeah. it's, just, you know, it's a very friendly dog. So Those are beautiful dogs. It, it's, a, it's an individual dog. Yeah, I mean, you could saddle up this dog and ride on it. That's how big Marmadukes. it was. Marmadukes. <laughs> that's guess, why all dogs are individuals. <laughs> See, there you go. Just like people. This just is true. Just like people. Very this is true. true. So, Nicole Yukum of the Animal Farm Foundation, uh, you told us how the foundation got started. How did you get interested in this kind of work? I actually started, I mean, I've always been an animal lover my entire life, but I had a lot of administration, administrative background. So I had started just on the administrative end um, and really enjoyed everything that they were doing, really um, understood and was passionate about the work that they do, um, that Animal Farm does. And I just, you know, I worked my way up uh, learning about everything they're doing and just really being passionate about making a difference in the world and making. Well, how many people are on staff or uh, involved the core group at animal um, farm foundation? We are small, but mighty. I like to say okay. we get so much done, but it's really a group of, I think eight of us that are. Okay. And physically, you're located in Amenia, is that correct? Yep, we have our facility in Amenia, but a lot of our staff um, is remote. How about volunteers? Do you have need for volunteers? Uh, We're currently not accepting new volunteers just because of the pandemic. Right, right. But after after that's all over, after we all get our shots and everything, and life gets back to some semblance of normal, will you have a job for volunteers? Absolutely. And you know what? I can't believe I didn't think of this, but um, we, uh, we need volunteers for our virtual Pets Together program. So if you're interested in doing some virtual volunteering, um, head over to PetsTogether.org and you can uh, sign up to volunteer there with your pet. You mean with your pet? Yeah, you, <laughs> you got to bring your pet along. <laughs> yeah. So give us, that, give us that website one more time, Nicole. It's PetsTogether.org. Now, speaking well, of pets. I can tell you what. Wait, Jonah. Yeah, I, she's off mic. I can tell you what. The first person on that website this afternoon is going to be Kathy Kruger, our producer. Right. She and her puppy. Amber. Puppy, Amber. Her, puppy. her, her puppy's puppy the size of a, so a, 
Beautiful. Compact it's car, Amber. some puppy. They'll be volunteering. Right. <laughs> and speaking of pets, you've got one, Nicole, right? Who's very talented, I understand. I do. My dog, Ruckus, he loves to do the pets together visits. Right. Um, and we do have, he does one trick besides sleeping all of the time. And he likes right. to sing to the harmonica. Um, he's just hanging out with me right now. Well, let's let's have him make his radio debut. Ladies and gentlemen, what's the dog's name again? Ruckus. Ladies and gentlemen, Ruckus on the radio. Go ahead. <laughs> Ruckus is ready for the big time. Nothing like a command performance. (laughs) Yeah. Ruckus is ready for the Metropolitan Opera. (laughs) So you heard his singing or his tail bouncing up? It was both. I thought you were. It was a harmonica and a drum. Yeah. The thing is, you also have to see the video, which you can do that and catch Ruckus if you go to the website. Nicole, what is that? One more time. That's PetsTogether.org. And you sign on and you can, if you'd like a visit, because you just want a great laugh, meet some new people, or you're struggling with a little bit of isolation, these people can help you at Animal Farm Foundation. So, Nicole, in the minute we have left, invite everybody to come on your website and invite them to have a virtual pet visit. Yes, please head over to PetsTogether.org. You can go over to book a visit there. You can also head over to PetsTogether.org to sign up to be a volunteer for our Pets Together program. And if you'd like to learn more about Animal Farm Foundation's programs, you can go to AnimalFarmFoundation.org. Nicole Yukum, a pleasure to have you as always on Radio Rotary. Look forward to your next visit. And thanks again very much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. And Sarah O'Connell Clayton, who do we have to thank for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Mid-Hudson Recovery Community, Norman Staffing, and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, the Kipsey Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffren, Wildkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. The entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clater, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our producer Production Director Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org.